Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, and I'm welcoming you to episode 76 of What the Dice. That's right guys, 76 episodes in, and we're doing a murder mystery. Hope you guys are going to enjoy this. It took me a couple of months to plan out, write, and all that fun, fun stuff. So don't forget to join us on Twitter, Discord, and check out our website. We also have a Patreon going. Check out all that from the links page over on whatthedice.weebly.com. Hope you guys join our Discord and hope you guys follow us on Twitter. Past that, that's all I got for announcements. So let's get on with this week's episode of What the Dice. As we look out across the vast ocean, watching the waves crash down upon each other, the storyteller walks up next to us and sits down in the soft sand. Giving a smile, he slowly places the book between us. Ah, me friends, it seems as if our adventuring friends have found themselves a murderer. And not just any murderer, my friends, the murderer of a captain. With many suspects on board. The team must now narrow them down. Now, between you and me, friends, if it was me, I would just land at port and let the guards deal their duty. But, of course, Clyde has a very strong sense of morals and feels he must deal with this. Well, me friends, sit back, relax, and hear me tale. Okay, so in the last episode, you guys had a chance to get some rest and get on the get comfortable on the Murdoch, this very luxurious Zeppelin that you don't know how much these tickets cost, but probably a small fortune. During your relaxation time, you were able to get through the first day without any problems, and you met the strange cast of people that have decided to come aboard the Murdoch. People such as Golcat, the racist gambler. You have met Bakla Baklava, the half-orc fancy man, as well as others that seem to be putting in bids for purchasing of the Murdoch itself. In the morning, after a nice, comfortable rest, you woke up to find out that the captain of the Murdoch has been killed. In the process of trying to figure out who done it, Clyde tried to do Zone of Truth, and the crew told him, you know, the doors remained locked, the uh, no one's allowed in during that time, the only way to get in is either through the keypad that they use or to be let in. Clyde also had the chance to in-depthly scour the cockpit to find other clues, which the only thing you really found is the alcohol. The drink that's in there is, has alcohol in it, and he had some red threads in his strangle marks. On the casino deck, Kalila had a chance to discuss with the clockwork robot about when she 
came down, came down, came down, came down. Yeah, came down. Came yeah. down. No, went up. Well, technically up. Yeah, came up from the crew cabin. Right. To find out when she came down to drink to kind of lock in about what time the murder had happened. So, we pick up with y'all in your separate areas. So you have Clyde and Faye down in the cockpit. You have Kalila and Defibulus on the casino floor. I think we also had Defibulus who interrogated the clockwork bartender dude with us and was finding out something about procedures and right. we discovered the procedures were not followed question mark i believe they weren't followed to a t but they were like kind of brushed over relatively close enough yeah okay like close enough for government work type stuff i was gonna say i also think that we had discovered that there was a second person in there because it was smeared lipstick oh there was the lipstick on the cup yep i remember that clue I forgot to ask last time, is there lipstick on the captain? No one looked. You left, so you didn't ask. No, she's down here with me now. Oh, yeah, okay. she's down there with you. So, who wants to start us out? <clears throat> well, I think she just did. All right, then. All right. Let me get down to that page so I can see what y'all are looking at. Nope, that's not the bar. I want that room. Okay. So, I need Faye to roll a... Uh, perception, because it's more she's looking. I also just uh, looking at the character sheet. I don't think there is a search. Nope. Search, hide, and inspection. Or not hide. Search, look, and inspection are all perception now. Oh. Yeah. Um, a dirty 20. With the dirty 20, you look carefully, and you don't see any lipstick on his lips. But it looks like maybe there was some where the strangulation was. Like you almost, it almost, it's either a really, really off-colored bruise or there were kisses, there was lipstick on the neck. Can I use a handkerchief of my own to check and see if any lipstick smears off? As you rub, you get traces of blood and a couple more little red threads that have dug deeper into the flesh. But it's hard to tell what the difference between the blood and what might be lipstick but it doesn't look like much smeared off, if any. So it may be a very dry lipstick, so maybe it was hours ago, or it's a very high-quality lipstick. What a hell of a color to be confused with blood. Um, I, I want to know where they got this. This is a nice color. <laughs> I'll fold that up away. Um... Clyde, would you like to do anything as you watch this strange woman that you just met Pull out a handkerchief and start wiping blood off his neck, this man's neck. Um, I will observe her actions right now. I um, don't absolutely still, I don't trust her yet, fully. She's still too new. Yeah, I haven't gotten to hug her yet. <laughs> or tie a rope to her. Damn it, you stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> you have not been bound or hugged. You are not trustworthy. You have to catch me first. Uh, well, when, when you think about it, uh, being rope tied or hugged, they're still bound either way. I'll check a wow wow. Gonna have to catch me first. Well, that's okay. okay. I can do that easily. Yeah, there, there's not very far you can go on this ship. Zeppelin, whatever. Uh, Kalila and the Fibulus. Did you guys want to do anything? 
We finished talking to the clockwork guy. We determined that what? It was like 2 or 3 a.m.? Something in that bracket. I believe that, 3. Yeah, so we were still left with a little bit of a protocol mystery, but overall everything seemed to kind of check out. Like, no one has practiced this protocol clearly because it hasn't ever happened. Correct. And if I remember, Defibulous is wanting to take one home. Clockwork guys. And Kalilo said that was questioning how his methodologies of acquiring one would be. We do such a bang up job that they would give one to us. I mean, okay. And then we have to come up with a name for it. I thought you already had a name for it. Oh yeah, I did, but I figured it might be rude if I didn't give you guys a chance to name it too. That's fair. You just want a new pet. I had a pet to begin with? Where is it? And I don't know. It? I assumed maybe you had a pet. No. Pets got kind of... When you're working in a big clockwork area, pets get kind of squished. Unless it's a clockwork pet. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go back down to, to Clyde and Faye. I don't think we're going to find any additional... Well, wait a minute. What about that talky person? Harry is downstairs with every with the rest of the cap. Oh, the that's rest right. Of the crew. Terry is down there. I'm surprised Terry's not talking more. Mm, the dead captain shocked him enough that he can't talk. I don't know. Mm. Actually rendered him speechless. Yeah, what the voice said. Well, let's go back down to Faye and Clyde. So a few moments pass, and you eventually get down there, and you see Faye poking around at the body and you see Clyde staring at Faye and Terry and the first mate are discussing what they're going to do about now having to have one fourth of the hours covered for the trip. Will they just ex make an extended break or are they going to add Terry into the rotation? There's the discussion of like what they're going to do and how they're going to do. So, uh, did you guys find anything while we were upstairs? Um, not quite. Uh, y'all said that there was a, uh, a log next to the keypad of who comes in to visit and on duty? It's by the door, but yes, there should be one there. Alright, I'm gonna go look at it and see who the last person signed in is. I need a perception check. 22. With a 22, you go to where Terry made the comment of where it would be. Looking around, you don't find anything dangling off the wall as if how the rest of all the cap uh, the clipboards are dangling from a small chain to make sure that there's no chances of it falling and breaking or damaging anything. Looking around a little bit further, you finally find it, and it has been discarded by the door. All of the pages have been either ripped or burned to where any writing on it is illegible. Burned, you say? Burned. How restricted are open flames on the airship? Uh, seeing that it's propelled by magic? None. But you have not seen anyone that smokes. All of the lights don't seem to be actual flames. They seem to be some type of strange wire that is l creating light. Much you on that do, do you let anybody else know what you found? I believe that question was to you, Faye. 
Yeah, no, I'll, t- I'll tell the group, but I'm gonna, I need to chew on that one for a minute. Let them know what's going on. Show them yeah. the, yeah. the clipboard. <laughs> Alright, well, as she tells us, I'm going to ask Kalila to take a look at the same area and see if she can detect any faint um, magic coming from the area, if it was done by like a magical fire or a regular fire. Okay, I will detect magic. As you detect magic, everything seems to have a slight glow to it. It seems that the energy that is being produced to keep the engines going, as well as keep the ship afloat, seems to have a very diluted magical essence to it. All right. Kalila will just kind of, her ears will kind of, flop down like irritated going well because this entire ship is propelled by magic everything has a small trace of magic on it I can't distinguish okay between the magics so yeah there's a tiny amount of magic on the clipboard but whether that was from somebody burning through magic I I can't tell but she will sniff it to see if she can just get a whiff of anything that's not fey and the smell of smoke. Um, I need a perception check from you. Which, by the way, Faye, you get sniffed again. Just so I can rule out you off the clipboard. You should probably get familiar with my scent if we're going to be teammates. Yeah, go ahead. You don't really get asked. You just got to get sniffed. You said perception, right? Correct. 30. As you take a deep breath of it, you determine that the fire that was used was of natural occurrence. But the paper, as you look at it and study it, and you've seen paper burn, the paper looks like it may have had some kind of something that made it burn quickly and uh, go out quickly. So it's one of that, like a flash fire. And it just went out. I have an alchemist kit or a trail scenting kit. I'm sorry, not an alchemist, but the trail scenty thing. Can I use anything in there to determine what it was? No, you would need something like a uh, an alchemist kit or something oh. of the sort. Because you would need to actually figure out the chemical that did it. Okay. Well, she'll be like, well, the way it well, smells. You some kind of engineer on the team. Right? Well, the hint's why Kalila's going, well, with the way this smells, they used something to burn it quickly and... It didn't linger. It just as fast as it could. I could t- see if what I can figure out. What was that? Flash powder. I don't know what flash powder smells like. Mm, good idea. Do you have flash powder on you? Mm, I do not, but I've used it before. Does it smell like flash powder? Handing him the paper. Um, I might sense a sense of smell is not as keen as yours. Ah. At least I are hope you, not. Are you taking the paper from her? Yeah. Perception check. You know, as often as I'm asked that question, you think I would know the bonus by now? So you now need to have hold on mathing? Yes. 30. With a 30, you stare at the papers, flip through the little pieces of paper that are there. As you hand back the clipboard, you do notice that there's a strange white powder on your fingertips. 
And you also notice that your fingertips also feel slimy or oily or greasy. It's hard exactly to determine it, but it's something was definitely put on this. It's going to kind of tilt the, the, the uh, clipboard over and look at the bo- the back of it and then kind of rub his fingers together. Mm. So, did they take his uh, loading kit away from him? What? Just keep an eye on the skeletal being coming out of the ooze. As you watch it, it starts to pull thing except like yeah, because basically, if it had any type of black powder or anything like that, you turned it away. You turned it in willingly. Okay. Yeah, I figured that. If, it was, if I had my loading kit, I might be able to identify some of this. Well, if we were allowed to uh, use my, you know, truth sword, we would get to the bottom of this too. But they aren't allowing that either. Well, I mean, my loading kit's less stabby, stabby, slash, slash than a sword. What do you need in the kit to help you determine it? Maybe they have those tools already available. They do have to maintain the ship, after all. I would hope so. This is a really pretty ship. Hugo, hey, Terry. Yes, sir. Um, Do you guys have anything like a standard loading kit or kits that require, you know, he'll he'll explain the, the tools he's looking for because I'm at a loss of what they are off the top of my head. Harry looks over at the engineer, and the engineer's fiddling with something under his nails, maybe, like, taking a knife and just cleaning out his nails. Like, he is not too concerned that the captain has died. Looking up, he goes, Ah, yeah, I I got stuff like that in in my workshop. But, you know, I'm not going to leave you in my workshop by yourself. I I don't like people messing with my things. People tend not to put things back where they belong. Oh, I know. It's frustrating when people don't do that, isn't it? I. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, take you to my workshop and you can uh, do whatever you you wish to do. As long as you clean up after yourself and as long as you put tools back where you find them. Oh, of course. The engineer walks to a large metal door across the hallway, opening up a slide slide chamber he sticks his hand inside there's the sounds of gears clicking and the door opens up inside you can hear the hum of the engine system and a blast of warm air comes through all right let's go come on let me show you where i keep my stuff ah lead away as he enters in he hangs a right and you see an engineering workshop tools of all assortments, as well as what looks like small pieces of black powder in small glass vials. And in the metal, a large, sturdy stool that is wheeled so that he can move around as he pleases. Sir, you have a magnificent workshop. I hope so. I spent quite a, a fortune in here just to make sure that I can not only maintain the engines, but the crew above. Oh, those those, uh, atom- those robot guys? I the clockworks. They are a prototype that we had purchased from a few uh, gnome and dwarf friends of ours. I need to get me one of those. Good luck. They refused to sell them. I just lucked out that 
one of them married my sister. One of the clockwork guys married your sister? That's fascinating, too. The inventor, my friend. Now. Oh, oh, right. So what would you like to do? You're just going to figure out what the chemicals are? Yeah, he's going to sit down with his knowledge of... Uh, with his knowledge and what have you, and he's going to sit there and start trying to figure out what this substance was that caused it to burn quick and quick and leave not much of any residue left. Okay. I just need an engineering roll. Does anyone else want to do anything while Defibulous plays chemist? Is that uh, engineering knowledge? Okay. Hmm. Have has there been notice of like other animals like um, I don't mean to be like vermin type, but like rats or anything that are common on this ship. Harry seems particularly irritated with that comment. He goes, no, I make sure that this ship is cleaned from top to bottom every time we land or take off. No vermin of any kind have ever been seen on the ship. My... Uh... I was gonna say my hat's off to you, but um, that's <laughs> that's very well um, organized. Thank you. Um, that makes me, you know, feel well around here. I was just asking because we have someone who possibly would be able to communicate to animals. That's why it had nothing to against you in the terms of your cleanliness or anything like that. It was just an avenue of thought. Hmm. Kalila or Faye, do you guys have anything? Kalila's just kind of chewing and mulling over all the things that they've found. Now it's a matter of, okay, they still aren't fully sure how to proceed because they have to move the body because it's the captain who was piloting to continue piloting to the next port. So Kalila's actually going to look at and go, so who's in charge now? Who's the, 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 the second in command? The navigator and the first mate look at each other and the first mate raises his hands. He goes, technically, if the captain goes down, I take control of the ship. All right, so what are we doing now? We will be moving the body and putting it into a cold storage. But our problem is we work in quarter, we work in shifts of four. So you need somebody to fill in either the fourth slot or you all agree to take longer shifts. Or we just stay afloat for that time, which it just extends the time, which we have no qualms in. So you haven't decided what you want to do. Aye. Are you accepting us investigating this or are you refusing our involvement and waiting until we get to a port? Because you said technically no one but you guys, unless you have to move the body, is to touch it. Or the crime scene. And the crime scene just happens to be motioning to the entire room, the room you need to pilot. He goes, aye, and we have discussed it and... If you all we wouldn't mind being the investigators, it seems as if you're the only ones that are on the ship that do not gain or pose to lose anything with the captain's passing. Correct. We're just here because we're trying to get to Godspell. Right. So if you wish to take the investigation role, I accept, and so does the navigator. It's the uh, elves that I question. Terry just raises an eyebrow. He goes, I have no qualms in it. I have no connection with the ex-captain. So besides the people who are in this room, how many uh, people are on this ship? Terry picks up the clipboard and he goes, well, 
you have the crew, which there is of owning that owns stock. You have the first mate, the engineer, the navigator, myself, and the chef. And then you have Elena, or the, the elf woman, the human woman, Baka Baklava. And then they have a another person that none of you have met that just is known as the collector who has been in his room since before launch. He came with only a small suitcase, which they describe as about the size of a small man purse that seemed to have coins and small game pieces like what's the head chef. count i think is what we're yeah, yeah. trying to get Total... at like you don't we don't want a description of each person that's on here we've met most of them we just want a head count 12 people 13 people 12 13 people does that can count the dead captain uh i believe that does not count the dead captain okay so a total of 13 people are on this besides people that are in here besides us four Besides you, four. There's like 12 or 13 more people. Okay. Perfect. And then all the robots. Correct. Well, I sent you the uh, roll, Dan. Um, Defibulous. With that 27, you've scraped and you've checked and you've double-checked. And you've come to the conclusion that the powder is flash powder. The strange, oily substance... Feels like grease, but it doesn't feel quite right. It doesn't feel like it was a naturally produced grease. As if it just it just doesn't feel the viscosity is wrong, but it feels like it is very much very flammable. Is the engineer guy still still present? Yep, he's standing by the door watching you. So we definitely now know what powder was used on the clipboard. The grease is a little more interesting. Aye, and why? It the, the viscosity isn't right. It's definitely highly flammable, but there's something off about the grease. It's not normal. Hmm. Well, I do not keep grease anywhere near these engines. I use a specialized lube that is fire-resistant. Make sure that uh, it doesn't ignite if we ever have any type of miscellaneous sparks. Who would keep... He'll, uh... Take the, some of the sample of the grease to the engineer. What do you, what do you think that it says? He gives a shrug. He goes, never seen anything like it before in my life. I'm going to sense motive to see if he's telling the truth. Oh. Since, you know, I don't get to use that one very often. <laughs> no one does. I use it. Hot damn, I got a nat 20 on it. So based on his demeanor, he isn't telling, he is telling you the truth if he really doesn't know what it is. But you also, studying him, seem like he has no care that the captain is dead. In fact, he almost seems, I don't want to say happy, but maybe relieved that the captain is dead. No skin off his back that this guy died. Pretty much. You kind of seem like you're not too concerned that the captain is kind of dead. I means I get more of the shares of the stocks. I get paid a little bit more. And we could finally hire an actual crew instead of the skeleton crew that he always wanted to run. Why would he always want to run a skeleton crew, though? I mean, more people work 
more money. Mm, I mean, that makes sense, but it seems kind of inefficient. Well, that's what you get when you hire an elf as a captain. All they want is the money and the glory. They don't actually want something to ser to work like it's supposed to. I can't tell you how many times he made me buy crappy parts to fix our engines just because he didn't want to spend the extra 150 gold. He he was having you use cheap parts. That's really that's horribly stupid. I a lot of the pieces I was able to talk to friends and family and get a discount and I just claimed them the part that he ordered. Mm, I see. Defibulous will take extra extra care to put everything back to exactly the way it was and how it was placed and thank the engineer before going back to the rest of the group. He gives you a nod and locks the door behind you as he follows. Do you share the information you learned with the group? Yeah, I was just going to see if you, I was going to let you, if you were going to do anything with the group. Say, hey guys, I'm back. Welcome back. What'd you find? Welcome back. It was definitely flash powder used on the paper, but there's an an oil with it that's the viscosity is all wrong. It just I can't identify it. The engineer can't identify it, but it's highly flammable and very peculiar. All right. So why would that be in here? And why would somebody set that on fire? They clearly didn't want us to know who the last person was in. So they signed it. Wait a minute. You guys with really hyper sense of smell. Maybe you can maybe this oil has a smell to you that you can pick up. Kalila will sniff the oil. I have a quick question. You mm -hmm. did cast Detect Magic. How long is that active for? It's kind of like Detect Evil, except for magic. So it is, it's a cantrip, and it is as active as I want it to be. Okay. Is it still active, or did you, once you realize this place is just surrounded by magic, it's, you turned it back off? It probably just, Kalila naturally went back to not detecting magic. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise she kind of would have been, like, blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Okay. Perception check for the sniffy sniff. Can we turn this into a musical episode? Break out into song and dance? Please, no. He had it coming. He had it coming. No. <laughs> I'm a tech theater, not a musical theater. Same difference. It doesn't no. matter you whether they see. You get no choice in what goes on the stage. See, see, she gets it. He ran no, but into I could choose what knife. happens. He ran into my knife thirteen times. <laughs> can I just get my roll, please, so we can move on? Who's rolling what? I your need you to, to roll a perception. All of what is happening. That's what your roll is. A thirty. With the 30, as you sniff it, you start to realize that this is not a natural grease. Something has a strange fading scent to it. It's not natural forming. It's not like cooking grease or anything like this. This is something that, by all sense of a term, would be something that would have had to have been conjured because it has a strange magical smell to it. All right, she will detect magic again to see if it glows extra, just because it seems extra. But if it's just the same level of glow. You're so extra. It is glowing a little bit more than everything else. It also seems to have a very fading energy, as if it was something that 
was definitely cast, not something that was brought aboard. Well, this was definitely cast or summoned or, or something. It's not natural. I've never seen a grease in any sense. Not even fish oil is like this. You have a caster somewhere in your crew that didn't say they were or looking at the, uh, or on board. Yeah, they're, they're on board is what I meant. You have a caster somewhere on board. They might not have reported it, but you have a caster. Or a device that does something similar. I, I do suck at magical devices, so yeah. Kind of like that spell that mages toss all the grease everywhere. Something like that, then, is what you're getting at? Yeah, something like that, except on a obviously small scale. Otherwise, this whole room would be covered in, in grease. I would think it would be a magic, uh, some type of magic device, I would think, because, yeah, we'd be standing in this stuff, wouldn't we? It would have to be somebody who can summon micro amounts. Is it just, Kalila's going to go back over where they found it. Is it literally just on these these pa pa pieces of paper and clipboard? Like, nowhere else, not on the wall, not on the floor, not even uh, on the trash can? Can I roll, like, um, knowledge magic or something like that? Do you have knowledge arcana? I do. I think your knowledge arcana was focused on just bone god stuff. I, I, I don't, but I do cast spells. Right, but what are you trying to figure out? Uh, and Kalila, uh, to you answer your question, that was just on the clipboard and the pages. Okay. There is a little like, like a little trail on the ground where it's clear that someone threw the clipboard, but past that, that's it. Dribbles front. So where were where where did they start? Where was she standing when she chucked the the thing in the trash can? It. You don't or know if who it was. Who, yeah, sorry. Habitual so, to just assign gender. My bad. So the clipboard is usually to the left-hand side of the inside door is where it normally hangs. Uh-huh. And you found it, or whoever found it, in the corner by the loading door. So someone threw Ooh. it pretty much across. It wasn't even in the room with the captain, so they took it with them when they left. No, it's by the door, so when you... You basically sign in when you come in. Oh, I see. I was looking at it incorrectly. Okay, right. I understand better now. And Clyde, what did you want to do with... Since you don't have Detect Magic, what are you trying to do? Um, so I'm trying to bring my out-of-game knowledge into the game <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> About what the spell Grease actually does. Okay. Because you can car target an, an item and just grease the item. It doesn't have to be on the floor. Right. Oh, I um, didn't well, none of you were technically mages. Uh, and... I cast magic, thank you. Okay. And no, I would assume are... like grease and tangle are both a AOE. So Let me see. kind of what applying is... similar rules going well. Right, but there's a what difference. You, Kalila is a... Ranger, your spells are all about dealing with nature. When I say mages, I mean like traditional Wizards, magic user, warlocks. wizard, warlock. They would have the knowledge arcana, which would tell them how the spell works. Yeah, yeah. bard, magus, sorcerer, wizard, summoner. In the school of earth, those are the people who actually can cast it. I wasn't sure who right. could cast it. So you would need to have knowledge arcana to understand where this spell or what this spell or how it works stuff like that okay 
Is it the kind of thing that Faye would have seen anywhere in her experience with a variety of things? Additionally, she's formerly a librarian, so she has a lot of crazy book knowledge. Is this anything that she would know? Hmm. Give me a, just a natural, just a straight roll of a d20. 17. It's not uncommon for some of the trickier mages to use a spell like grease or anything like that to cover a book or something and then burn it so that no one can find it because it makes it hard to track where the grease comes from. For the most part, the grease should be completely burned away after the fire goes out unless it's interrupted. So whoever did this is either not skilled in hiding what they're doing or was interrupted during the process. Botched job one way or another. Um, let me share that knowledge with the group. All right. Go on. Share the knowledge then. All right. So what you're looking at is a grease spell. Sometimes magic types tend to use it as a means of covering tracks. Usually it burns away completely. What you have here is a botched job. Either somebody got interrupted, or they're not good at it yet. Is it a spell that if that's not normally in their wheelhouse, but they could learn it? I don't know. I just know that that's how I've seen it used. Okay. Well, either way, it's a magic user that did this. Somebody who's capable of, of either has a device and they can use it, or they can cast it themselves. Either way, they are trying to cover their tracks, is, is is my point. I want to know who is standing watch. Do you have a roving fire watch, security watch, um, in the, the, the in the night, who was on watch? Gary gives a, a light shrug, and the engineer chimes up. I kept telling the captain we should hire guards to actually roam and patrol and make sure that people aren't stolen from and stuff like that and he's like no we can't afford it blah 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 elven bull elven bull elven bull the first mate and the navigator just shake their head and look at terry with this sorry look of the you know he doesn't mean it that that kind of look of hey we're sorry this guy's an, an, a jerk terry chimes up going I don't think we have anything of the sort. We did talk about installing some kind of magical record, magical protection to stop things from happening. But every time we'd go to purchase something magical, the prices kept jumping up in price. People are saying that magic is just so much more expensive nowadays. And, and we haven't gotten a chance to get to Godspell to see if anyone has figured out any type of roving clockwork all of our clockwork bots are kind of in tracks so they really can't leave their stations right, would do any of the, the automatons come down here they think for a moment and terry shakes his head no they're all on tracks upstairs whenever food is needing to be delivered that is my job and he ordered his a drink and his meal i came in and it was just him piloting what time was that? Yes, uh, I think he ordered his meal at midnight, maybe like eleven forty-five, somewhere in that bracket. That's usually when he'd get food. When did his shift start? 
his shift started, looks at the navigator. Navigator goes, I left him at 8 p.m. So midnight would be halfway through his eight-hour shift. He's supposed to leave at 4. The ship came to a screeching halt at about 3.30. So he... Last anybody saw him alive was you delivering food. Correct. And that was at midnight. Correct. 11.45, midnight, somewhere in that angle. Just before he was supposed to leave for his shift, he was murdered. So where were you at 3.30 in the morning, Mr. Terry? (laughs) All of us. I was at the bar. Terry goes, I was delivering drink and food to Baklava, Mr. Baklava. He ordered from the bar a leg of mutton, a stein of our finest winery, and bread of yeast. That would be easy. (laughs) Okay. And that was Terry delivering food to Baca? Yes. At what time? Uh, Around the time that you suggest the murder was. About 3.30? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I'll ask everybody else in the room, where were you at approximately 3.30 in the morning? The navigator says he was fast asleep in his cabin. The first mate was getting ready to take command, so he was taking a shower. And the engineer said that he would, or yeah, the engineer said that he was working on paperwork for his part of the selling of the Murdoch. Paperwork at 3.30 in the morning? He shrugs, he goes, I only sleep like three hours. Someone's got to listen to the engines. You don't have another engineer? No. Kyla's just going to get, like, just mouth the word what at him, looking confused. Like, that doesn't make any... You can't be on shift for 24 hours a day. He's not. He sleeps three hours a day. 21 hours a day? I assume he eats? Coffee exists. He's got to poop at some time. Kalila's just gonna look at Faye with her ears just slowly lowering back like, you know what I'm getting at. Some people really live to work, especially on a deployment like this. I'm certain he plays hard when he gets the chance. Alright, that's fair. I live in my woods. (laughs) Did live in my woods. With that snarky line from Kalila, we are gonna end this episode here. (laughs) Everybody poops <laughs> sometimes. Potty break sounds fantastic. I don't know if I'm going to leave that in or not. You should. <laughs>
a notepad, and maybe a plan. Well, until next time, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 